Deanne Jules, Deputy Director of the International Ethics Standards Board for Accountants, and I am here with Dr. Stavros Tabadaki, Chairman of the Board. We are joined by several newly established task force chairs, Mr. Ian McPhee, Mr. Richard Fleck, and Ms. Lisbeth Hostemans. We are here to convey some of the highlights from the Ethics Board's four-day meeting, which was held in New York this week, September 17th to 20th, 2018. Stavros, this was the third meeting of the Board in 2018. May I please invite you to share your reflections of the meeting with our listeners? Thank you, Diane, and hello to all our listeners. This third meeting was uh, a heavy one and quite productive. The first item that I would like to highlight is that we had received responses from a consultation paper about our future strategy and work plan for the period 2019-2024. And the board uh, went through the consultation responses and exchanged views about how to proceed to make adjustments to the strategy and work plan which we hope to finalize uh, in our December meeting, which is our next meeting. Let me point out that the first tier of contents, of projects within this SWP is made up of pre-commitments that had arisen from our previous work and our previous interaction with stakeholders and the PIOB. The projects we'll be hearing about from my colleagues later correspond to these pre-commitments, projects approved, uh, proposals of projects approved uh, by the board. But let me also stop for a moment at the other major highlight of our meeting, which was the second plenary meeting in coordination with the IWSB. The two boards sat together, exchanged views both in plenary session and in breakout sessions about issues that are common issues and concerns, but also and especially about their strategic themes and directions, so that this was the first step in attempting to build coordination process on strategy. An important part of this was that the two boards sitting together received a presentation from the new CEO of IFAC, Kevin Dancy, uh, who presented EFAC strategy, an EFAC strategy paper, and views informing that EFAC strategy. And this was, of course, a very good opportunity for subsequent discussions that the boards had about their own strategies and the correlation to the EFAC strategy. So these were the high points. This was, as I said, a very productive meeting, both in the sense that the board approved the four project proposals that we'll be hearing about, but also in a successful coordination meeting with the IWSB, which again was a very positive step forward in raising awareness among the two boards about the other's activities and strategies. And I think it also went a step further in strategic coordination between the two boards. Thank you, Stavros. I'd like to invite uh, Mr. McPhee to share some highlights from the fees discussion. Uh, thanks, Diane. 
the, today the board approved the project on fees. This was against the background of a series of fact-finding activities endorsed by the board to consider academic research, international benchmarking and a survey of key stakeholder groups, which together uh, suggested there were opportunities to enhance the code in relation to its current fees provisions. Uh, as a result of approving the scope of the project, the task force will consider the existing requirements within the code to review uh, the level of audit fees for individual audit engagements and in this context consider the role of professional accountants in business in approving the level of audit fees. The second aspect of the project will look at the uh, provisions within the code with respect to fee dependency at a firm office and partner level for all audit clients and finally a uh, undertake a review of safeguards in the code pertaining to the scope of the project. The task force will keep in close contact with another task force which uh, Richard Fleck will speak about today on non-assurance services to ensure the coordination of work and also we will keep in touch with the IAASB in terms of some projects they have underway which uh, have potential overlap with the work that we propose to do. The important point being the point that Stavros made, we are seeking to work closely together with the IAASB to ensure coherence of the work that we are undertaking. The plan is to seek the board's approval for any revisions uh, to the fees provisions in September next year. Thank you. Thank you, Ian. At this time, I'd like to invite Richard to share some highlights from the NAS and PS discussion. Thank you, Diane. I'm going to start by mentioning the project to review the provisions relating to non-assurance services in the code because that is linked, as Ian has said, to the work being done by the fees task force. Some time ago, as Stavros indicated, IESBA committed to review the provisions relating to non-assurance services, and this is the project that implements that commitment. And it follows from a series of round tables that were held in Washington, Paris, Tokyo and Melbourne, at which we sought views on how best to progress this particular subject. The board today approved a project proposal, which is directed at reviewing all of the non-assurance service provisions in the code to ensure that they are robust and of a high quality for global application. It will look at the approach that is taken where threats are identified and in particular where self-review threats are identified. And if the particular service is not to be prohibited, how the threat should be assessed in order to determine that it has been reduced to an acceptable level. In that context, therefore, we will also be looking at the concept of materiality, whether that is the appropriate test to be applied and whether it can be applied in a consistent and uniform manner. Alongside that, we will look at uh, new and emerging services to ensure that all the appropriate services are covered by the code. And we will look at the principles governing communication with those charged with governance to ensure they are properly informed and able to satisfy themselves 
alongside the, the audit firm at the appropriate level of independence that's being achieved. As Ian has mentioned, we will be looking at the implications of the fees earned in respect of non-assurance service engagements and considering what level of, of disclosure is appropriate and how that dis level of disclosure should be achieved. We believe that this project will serve the public interest by ensuring that the code has robust and high quality provisions and that are capable of being applied on a consistent manner across jurisdictions with the result that we will promote and enhance confidence in the independence of audit firms generally. We aim to have an exposure draft available in September 2019 and we'll be working towards that objective. The second project proposal that we discussed today with which uh, I was involved is the development and the outcome of the work we have been doing in relation to professional scepticism. And some may recall that in May we published a consultation paper, Professional Scepticism Meeting Public Expectations, and alongside publishing that consultation paper, we held the four round tables that I've already mentioned. We spent half a day on each subject. The consultation paper sought stakeholder views about the behavioral characteristics comprised in the concept of professional skepticism, whether all of the, those behavioral characteristics should be exercised by all professional accountants, and if so, whether there were changes that needed to be made to the code. In response to the consultation paper, we received 62 comment letters alongside the views of some 150 individuals who attended the round tables. As a result of that input, uh, the working group developed a project proposal and that project proposal was approved today. The project proposal will involve uh, the task force considering the role, mindset, and behavioral characteristics ex expected of all professional accountants when performing their professional activities, the linkage between those factors and the fundamental principles, and how the fund uh, uh, compliance with the fundamental principles uh, can be achieved notwithstanding threats from bias, pressure, and other such matters. In pursuing this project, we will not be using the term professional skepticism because it has become clear as a result of the consultation, responses to the consultation paper and the round tables, that there is a, a preference and a strong view that that term should be retained for use solely in the audit and insurance assurance context. So going forward, this project will be known as uh, under the heading of promoting the role and mindset expected of professional accountants and that is what we hope to plan, uh, produce an exposure draft for pu publication in September 2019. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Richard. And I will turn to Elizabeth to share highlights of um, the, the alignment of Part 4B to IWSB's ISAE 3000 revised. Thank you. So earlier today, the board approved a project proposal to align part 4B of the revised and restructured code with the IAASB's ISAE 3000 revised. So the ISAE 3000 revised was uh, issued by the IAASB back in 2013 
and it covers assurance engagements other than audits or reviews of historical financial information. The project objective and scope of the newly established project task force that I have agreed to chair is limited. It will involve a review and comparison of the terms and concepts in Part 4B and the ISAE 3000 revised, and this to ensure that they are consistent. The board identified the need for that review uh, in finalizing its revised and restructured code. The ISBA project proposal sets out the background, the scope, and the expected timeline of the project. The task force will meet tomorrow to commence its work and is expected to come back to the board with its initial proposals in December 2018. The task force's anticipated proposals will include proposed consequential amendments to the code that are necessary to ensure that the resulting requirements and application material in Part 4B are clear and consistent with the ISAE 3000 revised. Project will also clarify the independence provisions that apply to the various parties to an assurance engagement in the light of the revised terms and concepts in the ISAE 3000. And that may involve revisiting the definition of assurance client in the code. The project will not challenge the technical validity of the concepts of ISAE 3000 revised since these have already been established by the IAASB. The task force will liaise with the IAASB to progress its work and the established principles of the IAASB ISBA coordination will apply. And so the project will follow the ISBA's normal due process and it is anticipated that the ISBA will approve an exposure draft in March 2019. Thank you very much, Lisbeth. And uh, at this time, I'd like to invite Stavros if you have any closing thoughts. Thank you. Uh, very much, Diane. My closing thought is one, and it is that this very productive meeting made a very positive step forward uh, in showing the board's commitment to its pre-commitments and the fact that we are proceeding at a very good pace towards fulfilling those pre-commitments, the four projects we heard about from uh, my colleagues, and uh, we're also proceeding in very good step, and I'm optimistic that we will have put together a very ambitious and relevant strategy and work plan in December. So this was a very good meeting, leading to us all being very optimistic about the next steps. Thank you. Um, thank you, Stavros. Thank you, Richard, Ian, and Lisbeth for your updates. The next meeting of the Ethics Board will be held on December 3rd through 5th, 2018 in New York. The meeting of the Ethics Board, as a reminder, are all open to the public and we encourage those interested to observe our meetings. To register as an observer, please visit us at www.ethicsboard.org slash meetings. At the IESBA's website, you can also find more information about the Ethics Board and each of the projects discussed at this meeting. The Ethics Board records a podcast summary following each meeting. You can subscribe to our podcast channel in iTunes by searching IFAC, I-F-A-C, Accountancy Podcast in the Apple iTunes Store. You can also follow us on Twitter 
at ethics underscore board. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.